Yes. It's meat time. We've been building to these next four episodes. Mm. Been laying the groundwork to help people understand. Yes. This. This is what they got to understand. This is. This yep. is. This is it. The thought hit me this morning. If uh, there's anybody who is struggling with any relationship, this is this is it. This is where they can certainly start. Oh, the um, any relationship. The the key word today is freedom. <laughs> oh. Freedom. Freedom leading you to the path of peace. Fundamental number one. Right. Uh, all, all the fundamentals, everything, everything is built on fundamental number one. Yep. And I've always told people, you know, I could just tell it to you and you'd be like, yeah, yeah, I got it. And, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when I finally say it. Sure. But to get to an understanding of what it is you already know, I've always found that to be best done through an illustration. And so do you want to play the game, pretend like you don't know fundamental number one? and I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so yep. the, the example I always use, primarily because I can't come up with any other good examples, <laughs> yeah. I would use... I'll give variety to my life. Mm-hmm. But if I were a bundle of nerves standing here talking to you and I was you know, very nervous and anxious and I, I kept glancing towards the door and up at the ceiling and listening furtively and I finally said, I am so sorry, I'm, I'm distracted because um, the weather guy said it's supposed to rain this morning and I left my... I left my window down out in the driveway, and I just hate it when my car seats get wet. You know what I mean? It, and you got to sit in it, and it stinks. Okay, I'll shut up. We're we're doing a podcast here. This is just these guys. Uh, I'll forget about the rain and my car window, and I'll I'll focus on the podcast, Mike. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, what were you saying? Um, was that thunder? Oh no! You know what? I'll shut up. I'll forget about it. I said I'll forget about. It. I'll forget about. It. No, you know. Now, after about 15 minutes, you would call a break to the podcast and tell me to go do what? What I have been able to just completely enjoy is the fact that my car windows are up. <laughs> go roll your car windows up. So, notice you say go roll the car windows up. Mm-hmm. Really important question for the audience out there who happens to agree with Mike that Lance should go roll his car windows up. Answer this question. I'm going to leave a pregnant pause because I want you to think. I want you. This is a serious question. It's going to sound stupid. It is very serious. You say go roll your car windows up. Why didn't you tell me to go stop the rain? So, Mike, why didn't you tell me to go stop the rain? Well, because. And what comes to mind for me, if I might uh, take a moment here is last Sunday during the 9.30 a.m. service. I was up there and I was uh, in the middle of the message and all of a sudden we could all hear rain on the roof. I mean, rain that Mm -hmm. was coming down pretty dang good. Sure. Now, the reason that I didn't think about 
trying to control the weather is because I was loving the fact that it was raining. As a matter of fact, I had someone go and open the door on the side door over there so we could all watch it rain. But if we were sitting there and we didn't want it to be raining, we would be praying that God would stop the rain. And in an attempt to control God and control the weather, that would be our thought. Instead of just accepting that it is what it is, and if I need to go roll my windows up, I'll go roll my windows up. I'm controlling what I can control. So you don't run out and try to stop the rain because you can't... Stop the rain. You can't control it. Nope. And this is the thing. You believe that. If you walk outside and it's 120 degrees... You don't start looking for some way to turn the temperature down to 74. Right. You, you, right. you make sure your <laughs> air conditioner is on in your car. You go back inside. You change your plans. <laughs> but you don't try, you know, my car windows are down and it's beginning to rain. I run outside and roll the car windows up because I can't control the weather. Now, here's the deal is... The listening audience right now is thinking, this is really dumb Yeah, how discussion. elementary and stupid is this? But this is the point. There are five things in this world you absolutely cannot control any more than the rain. Mm-hmm. And that is fundamental number one. You can't control the past. Yep. You cannot change what has already occurred. You can't control the future. Yep. We can't even predict the future. You know, who who would have predicted Trump? Who who right. would have predicted the whole Dylan Mulvaney thing or whatever his name is? Right. You can't. Pre- What's the stock market going to be doing this time next year? Mm-hmm. You know, on July 28th at 6.30 p.m., you are going to be at the quick trip. What? You can't predict the future, let alone control something that has not yet occurred. Yep. Three more. You can't control what other people think. Now we got a problem. How many arguments have you been in where you're <laughs> telling the other person, God, if you would just understand. Mm-hmm. You, you can't control how other people think. Yep. You can't control what other people do. Would the jails be filled if we could control people's behavior? No. Don't you think as a society we would eliminate a crime or two? Mm -hmm. And you can't control what other people feel. Well, then this is going to take a little bit of shifting in how we think. How many sad love songs have been written because... She lost that loving feeling. <laughs> you know? yeah. Baby, come back. Yeah. Yeah. We, we absolutely, it is 100% impossible to control the past, the future, what others think, do, or feel. That is the rain. Yep. Now, yep. Have you, you, you knew this, you know that. I'm not telling you anything new, mm-hmm. but this is usually where we quit. And, and go off and sulk. But here's here's the deal. 
let's take it to the next level. Yeah, this is where it gets good. <laughs> if you can't control those five things, what can you control? The present yeah. and the present only. What happens five minutes from now, how the traffic goes and what happened three seconds ago, you have zero ability to control anything other than this one second we are currently experiencing, this moment. Yep. And inside this moment, we have the power to control what we think, what we do, and what we feel. Uh, now, you're not new to this, so you're grinning and smiling. Right. A lot of times when I repeat this to somebody who's never heard it before, I get uh, a bit of a confused, angry look. Right, yeah. <laughs> you control what you think, what you do, and what you feel. And as they begin to look at me a bit angry, I begin to nod my head yes and say, I am saying that if you're depressed, if you're anxious, if you're angry, it's your fault. Yeah, and that right there is is the the boom statement and quite possibly the most offensive statement in the whole book and maybe that anyone uh, who is suffering from trying to control what they don't and not controlling what they do is is going to have to be confronted with is the reality. And, and that's, yes, it, it is a confrontation because Absolutely. all our lives, all our lives, we don't recognize this. We don't believe it. And all our lives, we're, we're pointing to other people. We're pointing to the past. We're, that those are the things that are causing. But, but just a moment ago, I said we don't control what other people think, what other people do, what other people feel, and you are nodding your head, and everybody nods their head with me. Nope, it's not my fault. They want to feel that way. That's up to them. They are saying the same thing about us. Mm -hmm. yep. So if they can't control me, if they can't control how I feel, who controls how Lance feels? Lance. So... Yeah. Yes, I am saying that if you're depressed, you are creating it. If you are angry, you are generating it. If you are anxious, you're bringing it on yourself. But as confrontive and as rude and as hurtful as that message may sound, it is the best message anybody can ever get. Absolutely. It's a whole lot better than, well, I'll just give you a pill. And we're not standing here trying to be anti, you know, anything really. We're trying to be pro. There is a, there is a solution that's much deeper and more powerful. And before we lose any more listeners. <laughs> <laughs> All two of you that are sticking yeah. around. If you can create depression, then you can create happiness. If you can create anger, you can create peace. If you can create anxiety, you can create serenity. The beauty of fundamental number one, the truth. This isn't, this isn't magic. This isn't something I made up. This is, not, this is truth. I have no power to control how Mike feels, 
but I have 100% power to control how Lance feels. So if Lance is feeling frustrated, Lance is somehow generating that, not Mike. Sure. If Lance wants to feel calm, Lance can create that no matter what Mike is doing. And, and that is why it's so important people get this because everything after this, if, if you believe that how you feel is somebody else's fault, then stop the video right now. Stop the podcast right now because everything else I have to say in these next few episodes are for you. Yep. You know, I, I'm not here to teach you how to make them act a certain way so you don't feel bad. Right. I mean, think about what I just said. If I feel bad and I say it's your fault, so let's say you call me a name. Yep. And I say, you hurt my feelings. <laughs> we, we haven't got a name for the guy yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still coming up with it. Negative Ned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your brain's percolating. Oh, um, yeah. But if I say, you hurt my feelings, think about the dynamic I just put in play. Yeah. I am saying, you say that word, I feel bad. So you need to stop saying that word for me to feel better. Quit controlling how I feel. You control me. Mm -hmm. Say that I feel bad. Don't say that I feel good. You decide how my day is going to go. Yep. I have just given you total control over me. And here I am railing at you for controlling me. But I'm the one giving you the control over me. So you know what that makes me? A victim. I make myself your victim. Yeah. By saying what you do, what you say, controls how I feel. And it is an absolute lie. It is a lie that you have the power to control how I feel. Yeah. And to take it to, maybe this is too soon, but to take it to the, the deepest level, we wonder why we're, we are such easy targets for the devil. Right. He just picks us off all day long with that kind of thinking, and he's laughing at us. Oh, because he it's knows. Such a, you're such an easy target. <laughs> all he has to do is whisper in your ear, yeah. they don't like you. Yeah. And then you right. fall apart because you believe... For you to have value in this world, you believe for you to have any worth, everybody else must like you. Yeah. So Paul in Romans 12, 2 said, we got to change this. Yeah. We, we change the way we're thinking about this and everything else, by the way, because it changes everything. It completely changes the path that you're on. A path from just being conflicted. It, I don't know if anybody out there it feels conflicted at all. <laughs> Put a check mark by I, the box. It's pretty if you much feel the, conflicted. the security that I have in my occupation. Because with so many people walk around sure. every day with solution right in front of them, and they're conflicted all day long. Right. And they could have, like the Jesus calling uh, today started out with, I am your Lord. And I put an S on the end of your. And it changed. Yeah, I am yours, Lord. I am going to walk with you on the path of peace. 
And this is this is the path of peace right here it, because it starts between the years. And those two words, those two words become extremely important in, in working on and, and coming to understand and accepting and owning fundamental number one, I am. Mm. I am. There you go. I am. There's nothing about you, but it's me. This is what I control. And this is the deal. If if I'm out there, if you if I said, hey, I gotta go take care of this, and I run outside, the rain's going, my window's down, and after five minutes I'm not back yet. <laughs> and you walk out front to see what's going on, and I'm standing in the driveway, swinging a dead chicken over my head, yelling at the rain clouds, you would think I am absolutely cuckoo. Cuckoo cocoa puffs. Because the the reason that you think I'm crazy is because you see I am trying to control something I have absolutely no way of controlling. Yeah. You see me making myself absolutely crazy out there. So extended over if I am focused on changing what somebody else thinks, if I am giving people that power over me that what they say or how many likes I get or you know whether they do this or do that I if I am focused on things I have no ability to control I am making myself crazy mm. I am giving my power away because I'm pouring it into something I can absolutely not change right and this is the crazy thing while I'm pouring my energy into trying to change somebody else or some situation I am powerless over the things I have control over. And so the, the beauty of this message, the, the truth, I mean, is just understanding and it. it's not a message, but coming to understand this truth that I have only the ability to control this moment in time, what I'm thinking, doing and feeling. Now, if I put my attention over here and pour my energy into changing these things, I become powerful mm -hmm. and so regardless of the situation regardless of what that person in the third row thinks or says i exert my power over me and now i become powerful yeah yep mm. the worst news is that it's like for me the worst news is it's it's my issue. This is this is my this this is my deal. The best news is this is my issue. Right. This is my deal. And I control me. I control me. And then that gives you a lot more time to not worry about the future and not not be fretting about the past to live in the moment. And again, so the, a, a great assignment, I, I believe, would be this, to listen to this episode. Is this going to be 15? I think it's 15, episode uh, 15. Okay. So listen yes. to this. Yes. Where we're talking about fundamental number one, listen to this. Read chapter one, go back and listen to this, and then go back and read chapter one. And then come back and listen to this, and then read chapter one. And by it, it chapter takes, one, you mean? Well, fundamental number one. Okay, the, the yes, chapter yes, yes. on fundamental, fundamental number, number one. one. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, and because 
the way we have been thinking is so ingrained that it, once you begin to get it, you'll begin to see how many times we violate it. I mean, all day long. And then once you start to understand the times that you're violating it and you quickly stop and you shift it, it changes I'm telling you, it changes everything. And I'm still working. I'm a work in progress. No, keyword freedom. Absolutely. Because if I recognize I have no ability to control what you think, do, or feel, huh, my day, I, I just lost 90% of what I do all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I worry about the traffic. I'm mad about the, you know, the guy at the grocery store. I'm, I'm you know, what the, the house payment's going to be. I'm, I'm, focused on so many things I have no power to change yeah and once I recognize I can't control those things I relax the grip I lean back oh what am I going to do now yep and like that that gentleman I, I talked to you about a few weeks ago he said once that clicked for him that he can't control those five things he said that means I don't have to think about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched another gentleman who was obviously working through uh, the book and, and probably working with you. I watched him walk through a scenario with his, it was an example of he and his daughter where she had uh, wrecked a car mm. and they, he walked, he just told about how <laughs> it would have been handled this way, but instead I thought about, okay, I helped her even. What do we control? What can we do? And he was so calm telling the story. It was amazing. And it's it's just one of those things that once the the light bulb, you know, starts to flicker and then once it it really, you know, starts to shine, it's it's it I feel like I'm I'm talking about Jesus or gluten right now. <laughs> uh, but I really am talking about Jesus. It changes everything. Oh, it does. It does. And Jesus, why are you trying to get that speck of dust out of your brother's eye? Right. When you got a big old log in yours. Yep. How many times does it appear in the New Testament? You do you. Yep. As far as it be to you, be in conflict with nobody. My favorite scripture that that illustrates this, and again, you got to remember, Jesus taught the Old Testament. So the wisdom he was bringing to the world was the wisdom of the Old Testament. And in Proverbs 23.5, we're going to guess. I'll correct that later. (laughs) (laughs) But in Proverbs, it's just so powerful. I don't even know how I found it. It was divine intervention that I found this sucker. Cool. Because there's like so many millions of those Proverbs. Right. But it says... A man without self-control is like a city who's been broken into and walls laid asunder. Yep. So if you're not studying the Bible, (laughs) if you're just reading it, Mm -hmm. you're like, huh, I don't know what that meant. You move on. Right. But if you slow down and break that sucker down. So back in the day, because the Wichita ain't got no wall around it. Right. Back in the day, city built walls around themselves to protect the people from outside attack. Yep. And if you had good walls built around your city, you were safe. 
from outside attack. But if the walls came down, then suddenly you became vulnerable to outside attack. Yep. And so he's likening a man without self-control yep. is vulnerable to outside attack. Now, we in fundamental number one violators, we in the real world, we, everybody out there listening right now, we are completely focused on outside attacks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What did they say about me on Twitter? What is it on Facebook? You know, who did she gossip? What did my boss think? What's going to happen? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, focused on, but allowing. We're, we're allowing the outside attacks because our walls are down. And our walls are down because we are trying to control the wrong thing. We don't have self control. Right. And, and that's the, in the world, if somebody else is doing, saying something bad about us, we go try to control them. We try, you know, if somebody says, you know, the whole cancel universe, if somebody puts out an opinion on Twitter and somebody else doesn't like it, there's an army of Twitter birds who attack mm. trying to control what they say and what they think. <laughs> yeah. That just simply tells me they, the attackers, have no self-control because they were vulnerable to whatever was said. So if I want to be able to withstand whatever goes on in this world, whatever the situations are, whatever anybody else thinks, does, then I work on self-control. Yeah, which is a brand new, for me anyway, brand new perspective on the fruit of the Spirit. So the fruit of the Spirit, my two favorite ones, and, and they have been, but this is a different perspective. This is a different view, and I like it. Starts out with love, and then you go, you know, and I don't think it's one and is more important. It's not a list of sure. first, second, third, fourth, but they're all love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and then it ends with self-control. And so the bookends are love and self-control, and the self-control is, listen, you can have all these things, but you got to have that self-control you got to control what you can control and have your walls up because it's also i believe as much as anything it's to keep what's good in what's bad out and what's good in well and if you think about fruits of the spirit can i give you a, a uh, something to think about absolutely if i wanted oranges what kind of tree would i plant an orange tree? <laughs> Not an apple tree. <laughs> orange tree? Okay. So if I want oranges, I plant an orange tree, right? Mm -hmm. So I go out in the backyard, dig a hole, stick the tree in the ground, cover it up. Where are the oranges? I don't see them. Where are they at? Where are my damn oranges? I'm out there shaking the branches. What do I got to do to get you to make a damn orange? What do I got to do for this orange tree to produce an orange? Nurture it. And Nurture it. The nurture the orange, nurture the branch, no, the tree, nurture the ground, nurture the tree, the roots. Yeah. So I nurtured. What the heck does a root 
have to do with the orange hanging off that branch. <laughs> See? Yeah. I nurture the roots, I nurture the tree, and the byproduct of my nurturing the tree, boom, there's a fruit. If I don't nurture the tree, the roots, if I don't give it good soil and and uh, fertilizer and nutrients, if I don't nurture the roots in the tree, there's no orange. But if I take care of the roots in the tree, then the orange just naturally appears. The fruits of the spirit. So the fruit of an orange tree is orange. So if I nurture the orange tree, I naturally get oranges. So the fruit of the spirit. So I don't try to develop patience. That's me yelling at the branch to spit out an orange tree. I don't try to develop self-control. That's me yelling at the branch to spit out self-control. I nurture the spirit. Mm -hmm. And this is circles us back to self-control. If I want to be invulnerable, if I want to be safe, if I want to be able to withstand any attack that goes on in this world, I nurture my spirit, Hmm. the spirit, the Holy Spirit. I nurture the spirit inside me. And then the fruit of my nurturing that spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control. So it all comes back to Fundamental number one, I don't, (laughs) if I want to feel safe, I don't nurture your spirit. Right. (laughs) Yeah. You're not acting loving. Mm -hmm. I need to change you so you can be more loving. Then I'll feel loved. That that, doesn't work. That's me yelling at the branches, yelling at the rain. I want oranges. You need to start raining on this tree for me. No, if it's not raining, I go get a bucket of water and pour it on the tree. What do I control? Yep. Nurture the spirit, me, the spirit inside of me, the Holy Spirit. I'm a spirit. Nurture the spirit, and these things shall be made unto you. Yeah. So if every relationship that you have is perfect, and if every interaction that you have with any human beings or situation... I know where you're going with this. ...is ideal... Don't worry about anything we're saying. Don't don't bother with checking out 12-2. But if there are some things that you would love to get rid of that are not fruitful in your life, then I would highly recommend that this is where you could start. When we did the class... Um you know, got it all set up, a bunch of people showed up, and this was after all the seminar stuff, and we're doing the class in the, down the hallway. Mm-hmm. There's a, one uh, young lady, uh, middle-aged lady, <laughs> but she came into the class, and she was very upset and despondent and, and uh, irritable and nervous and anxious, and she was, you know, like leaning in, you know, that, that intense look as as I was talking that night about, fundamental number one and I, I'm gotten used to the carp look that when I bring something to people they didn't know or didn't understand yeah I get that right yeah. <laughs> yeah. The just blank look and they look like a, a fish they look like dory yeah huh? well I got that look from her 
and the next week she came in and I looked over and she was sitting back. She had her hands crossed her, her knees and her shoulders were relaxed and her face was relaxed. And I'm setting stuff up and getting ready for the class. And I hear her talking to somebody else who came and sat down near her. And she said, um, it's all good now. I, I, I can't believe that for so many years I've been in such turmoil when the truth is I don't have the power to control anything else other than me. Hmm. And she said, and that's when my ears perked up. I'm like, whoa, she caught it. Mm-hmm. You know, first crack out of the box. And as listening to her, she said she went home and her roommate has a 19-year-old daughter who's been running wild and her roommate's been really worried and upset about a lot of different things. And she said, I sat her down and said, look, you can't control her. And she said her roommate sat back, stiffened, and she said, but what you can control is how well you live and whether or not you're ready to help her whenever she's ready to ask for help. Once you start to get fundamental number one, it frees you to live in peace and freedom and harmony and to become prepared to deal with anything that's going on in life. There's freedom in fundamental number one, and it will allow you then to understand and utilize fundamental number two, three, and four. Yeah. But if you don't get fundamental number one, right? if you don't get number one, two, three, and four will not make a lot of sense. Yeah. We're like the teachers on, teacher on the peanuts. (laughs) 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 You know, there's two occupations where I believe... Uh, this is so critical because it could literally be out of control. And that would be a psychologist and a pastor. Because you want to talk about times where you feel like you just flat out want them to change. You want them to get it. When the reality is our only role is to point them in the direction. And I was talking about this with somebody yesterday paul says um i don't have none of this stuff memorized uh, i'm not going to put you on the spot either <laughs> <laughs> but in in uh 13 first corinthians 13 first corinthians the 13, love, the love yep the love yep if i speak in the tongues of men and if i speak in the tongues of angels but have no love, yep. I am but a clanging gong. Yep. And I, I, I have this image of that little monkey with the symbols. Ting, 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 right. ting, ting. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter what I say, how well I speak. If I don't have love, my words fall flat. Yep. And fundamental number one, if I'm saying these words to try to get you to change then I'm not operating from a place of love. I'm operating from a place of control. You bet. But if I'm focused on myself, nurturing my spirit, developing the the fruit of love, and now I look at you from a place of love and I say these words, then my words may have power. You bet. Yep. And that I think that's as great an example of the truth in love 
as we might find. So let's see again for a minute. I'm, I'm going to say I think that might be a good stopping point. To, yeah. Yeah. So read the chapter, fundamental number one. Mm-hmm. Listen to the podcast again. Read the chapter. Listen to the podcast. Start to you know do the homework in the back of the chapter and start to really kind of distinguish between the things you don't control but immediately recognize the things you do control Mm -hmm. because that's where the power of this comes in is the the first step is i know i don't control that the second step the powerful step is but i do control this yep and by the way when we get rid of all of the mess and the distraction and the the turmoil what happens is we can now walk in a in a better opportunity to be controlled by the spirit we we are letting go of the things that we don't control so that we in connection with the spirit can control what we do and so i mean this is so good. Do not be conformed to the ways of this world, but yep. be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yeah. Rather than focusing on worldly, I control whether I focus on the world or whether I focus on the spirit. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. Well, I am Lance. And I am Mike. And we are just mm-hmm. these guys, you know. Just these guys, you know. Have an awesome week. And we will see you next week for the next chapter of 12.2, How to Transform Your Mind, which will be about shoulds versus wants. Mm -hmm. See you then. Awesome. Woo!